Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Bear and Federated Insurance. Welcome to Paint Ed. My name is Torlando. I am your host. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, so glad to be with you here today. I uh, got a wonderful show planned for you. Wonderful show. Uh, you know, this time of year, I know how it feels to be a contractor because I am one. I know what you're going through. You know, some some years, look, some years this time, it's like, oh, shoot, where am I going to find the workers to do all this work? Some years, it's like, shoot, I got the workers. Where's the work? Some of you are feeling one way, some of you are feeling the other, okay? And this show is dedicated to the folks who, look, January hit, it was, it got slow, you were like, mm, okay, this is normal, but feels a little different. Spring, you know, late winter, early spring rolls around, ooh, leads are down, leads are down, and oh no, my, my bank account from the winter is a little low. I don't have all of this extra money to be throwing at experiments to drive the needle with leads. This episode is for you. We're going to talk about some time-based organic marketing techniques that I know you're sure to love. Uh, my One of my favorite co-conspirators on the Paint, Paint Ed Network, Chris Moore, is on the show with... Uh, uh, with business elite business advisors, um, you you if you haven't got enough of him on his own show, well, you're gonna get some more today on mine. Uh, before we jump into the show, uh, let's talk let's talk some announcements here. So first thing, if you are not subscribed to this podcast, there are I think we have like 15 hosts on this network, and each of them brings their own unique angle to the network. Some of them are interviewing other contractors. Some of them are interviewing outside experts. Some of them are talking tech. Some of them are talking life. We got one in Spanish. Okay. Subscribe to the show. There's something for you. You can find your person and you can listen to them and you can learn from them. Uh, but if you if if the audio isn't enough for you, I recommend downloading PCO Overdrive, where you get 500 hours of beautiful video content uh, streaming right on our Netflix style app. 500 hours. That's a lot of content. It's $5.99 a month for you non-members. And if you are a member of the PCA, which I highly recommend, it is included in your membership for free. Go to PCAPaintEd.org to download it or find it on the app store. Another announcement, of course, uh, you know my book, Sprint. It's available on Amazon. Just search for uh, the word Sprint and my name, Torlando, and it'll pop up. But now you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, Craftsman Painter, where I teach the Sprint operating system. There are a lot of great in-depth video lectures there where I'm going, I'm drilling down deep. I'm taking MBA level education, providing it to you. It's 
completely available, completely for free. Of course, if you want to join our community, the net, the, the uh, collective, the Craftsman Painter Collective, uh, reach out to me. You know how to reach me uh, on on Facebook and all that. Um, that's that. Okay, so back to um, back to the topic at hand. Back to the problem. All right, you're you're staring down the barrel of a summer. You you are hoping that you can keep this crew busy. And the reality is, is that the leads are just not coming like they had been during the pandemic. When everybody was at home, nobody was traveling, everybody was working, looking at their the the their office walls, their new home office walls, and realizing that the background in their Zoom meeting is embarrassing them. And they're like, I gotta, we gotta get a painter, right? That's what was happening. We know that's what's happening. Now we're not we don't we don't get the pleasure of leads just falling out of thin air you guys were order taking that's what you were doing you weren't doing sales you weren't doing marketing you were order taking and now you got to put in the work so what are we going to do well we got to bring on chris to talk about this i'm so excited to have uh mr chris moore on the show let's go ahead and jump into it Hey Chris, welcome to Paint Ed. As if you, as if you aren't on this network all the time. How you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm great, man. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on the show today. And uh, I might be on the Paint Ed network, but it's always fun to be on the actual Paint Ed podcast here and hang out with you for a little bit. That's right. That's right. So, um, you know, before the show, we were we were chatting and, and you know, you have a, you have an extensive background in the painting industry, um, you know, having been a, a contractor yourself um, and then now working with a, a bunch of contractors from your perspective, what you're seeing as you work with your clients and as you, you know, interview people, what is happening right now what is happening in the real world what is the reality people look on social media people paint a beautiful picture but in yep. secret you know the, the, the those people the real the real life human beings they're not <clears throat> posting about what's going on are they exactly no they're not um it's all the glory and, and none of the the grueling phases of it so no i think you know the biggest thing uh you kind of hit on it there in the introduction to orlando is i think we're back to what things were like before COVID, right? As much as we even like talking about the three years that we went through with that, but it's, it's the reality, right? It was the season of COVID where, like you said, um, we were literally catching leaves out of thin air. Um, we were order takers. Work was just happening, right? Yeah. Uh, and we really saw a, a natural progression as January went by, traditionally a little bit slower, things pick up a little bit more than December, right? February goes by. And I remember at PCA Expo, um, like everybody was just talking about marketing and lead flow. Um, mm -hmm. And it was a lot of chatter in the hallways, a lot of the collaboration, you know, the times at, at the Benjamin Moore, the Sherwood Williams event, the PPG event, right? People were talking about, well, how's your lead flow? What's your lead flow, right? Uh, we had a couple of clients call us that weren't at PCA Expo while I was there. And they're like, oh my gosh, we don't have work after two weeks. What do we do, right? right. Um, and it was just a weird, like, I don't want to say it was like panic, but it was like that, oh crap moment of things aren't what they've been the last three years now what do we do right uh and then thankfully you know people started putting things in action and as you know marketing sometimes takes three to four weeks to really take effect so finally by 
beginning of April, some of the warmer climates were warming up a little bit that were that, you know, have the exterior season um, and things kind of started to snowball. And, and some people are in a much better spot now. Some people are still in that, hey, we only have a few weeks, right? And, and we're getting mm-hmm. creative and we're trying to figure things out. So that's really what we're seeing a lot is just things have shifted a little bit. Um, I'm not going to throw the, the recession word out there. I don't think that's got, I don't think it's that necessarily. I think inflation no. has played a, a cause in that and people are a little bit more cautious potentially, but I don't think it's changing the industry. I think we're just back to what things used to be. Are you hunting for supplies online? Looking for a trusted supplier that makes your job easier? Paintsupply.com offers real customer service, built-in volume discounts, multiple payment options, and thousands of the leading painting supplies in the industry in stock and ready to ship. Tapes and rollers? Check. Pallets of caulk? Easy. Most orders ship out same or next business day, and all orders over $100 ship for free. Paint Supply knows that you work hard, and they want to help make that hard work just a little bit easier. Visit PaintSupply.com today. Check out their reviews online. They speak for themselves. That's PaintSupply.com. No, you know, I, I had a, a, a financial advisor on the show um, when the R word was uh, heavily being tossed around. And, you know, there there was some some hard strategy at play because the thing about inflation, there are a few things that cause inflation. Um, and and one of it is one of it in this time around was really the uh, supply chain issues, you know, the the resources to produce things. They got backed up, you know, there was a, there was you know, basically a trade war, uh, not not heavily publicized, but it was basically a trade war happening between China, all these tariffs put on it, supply chain got jacked up. And, uh, you know, I mean, we remember a lot of us painters remember you couldn't get certain products in because of the supply chain and we were having to shift different things and the prices of of the supply was going up. And so if the uh, availability is become scarce, then the demand increases and the prices go up. Well, on top of that, you've had every business coach and advisor across every you know, domain possible, tell all of their clients, raise your prices, raise your prices, raise your prices. And so everything is getting expensive. I mean, I mean, you, you, I'm sure you, you know, go out with your wife to, to dinner. Uh, you can't eat anywhere without spending a hundred dollars now. Uh, Cause yep. I know you have rich taste, Chris. So. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we do, but that's okay. That's okay. I mean, even that you can't go to McDonald's for less than 20 bucks, but I mean, no, just you can't. Portion control problems, but you know, uh, <laughs> but no, it's true, right? So, so the prices, you know, and the demand has gone has gone up, and so the problem with inflation is actually it's it's indicative of actually a, a strong demand, right? So, if business is good, prices can go up. Well, if prices keep going up and they don't stop going up, then all of a sudden, the people whose wages aren't necessarily going up. Now they can't afford basic commodities, basic life essentials, and that becomes a a social problem. And so what the government does is they pump the brakes on the economy and they do that intentionally by raising the interest rates. Well, when the interest rates rise, especially in our industry, home purchases slow down, uh, you know, 
things, uh, uh, financing for, um, you know, home equity lines of credit, construction loans, all that gets more expensive. And if it gets more expensive, then it gets harder to buy. And thus we see a slowdown in, in our, in our world. And so it's this really, it's this thing where I think a lot of people will get frustrated and angry, you know, and blame the government for this kind of thing. But it's, it's just this weird thing about capitalism where, you know, if, if inflation isn't controlled, it can, it will get out of control and all of a sudden nobody can afford anything. And that's, and that's bad. So you're right, Chris, this isn't recession. Uh, this is not recession stuff. This is a cool down of the economy going back to normal levels, normal, sustainable levels. Are we going to be able to have as many painters in the field? Maybe not. We have to think about more creative ways to, uh, to make money, to save money, to maximize our profits. We can't just throw money at the problem because that's, you know, that caused the problem. So, so, so I love, exactly. uh, I'm loving what, what we're about to talk about here. All right. So give us, give us some insight here. Okay. Cause people, like I said, they are worried, they're concerned about lead flow and cash flow is tight. And so if we are going to start generating leads today, what's the first thing that we need to do? Yep. So I think one of the first things we need to do is get in touch with the previous customers you have. Um, and I, I like doing this. This is one of these things that I guess, let me start by saying this, like this idea is something you should be doing all the time, no matter what, whether things are slow or things are not slow, right? Like building that relationship, staying in front of your people. Um, because I really believe to Orlando, and, and again, you've been a painter just as I have, that I believe that you go do a, a job for somebody. They are super happy with you guys. They love your work. They're ecstatic. They become a raving fan of your business mm -hmm. and will go out of their way to promote you, right? Three weeks goes by. They're still happy. They love the work you did. They love coming home and seeing their new office space, their new living room, their new exterior color. But the hype about your business slows, right? Three months goes right. by. Six right. months. A year goes by. If they haven't heard from you, if they haven't seen your brand, if they haven't like heard anything about you, a year goes by, the only time they're going to think about you is if somebody directly asks them, hey, who did you have paint your home last year, right? right. They're going to scroll through things on Facebook. They're going to like miss conversations, it's all these little things, right? So I think one of the best things you can do in, in, in all the times, but especially if, if things are slow, is just tap into that network you have. Like your happy, satisfied customers is the biggest asset you have for your business, right? Because right. it can provide repeat work. Um, you know, it can provide referrals. Uh, there's so many different avenues you can utilize that for. Reviews. Uh, so really what we'll, reviews, exactly, right? Right. Um, which obviously use our, use our uh, helps. friends. Exactly. Use our Over friends at nice, nice Job for that, yep. So how do you scale up your painting business without having a breakdown? Let me tell you. At Breakthrough Academy, we systemize contracting businesses for growth. Our specialty is the implementation of operational systems, which pull you, the owner, out of the day-to-day -day so that you can focus on the much bigger picture. And here's how we do it. 
First, we pair you with an industry-specialized coach that guides you through implementation, tracks your results, and holds you accountable. Second, we set you up inside a content ecosystem that contains hundreds upon hundreds of made-for-you templates. You will literally never have to make a process from scratch ever again. Third, we immerse you in a top-notch community of like-minded entrepreneurs who share freely, they share candidly, and it makes the journey of entrepreneurship a heck of a lot less lonely. Now, the content coaching and community all combine to help guide you through the six pillars of our program, which are financial controls, defined roles, hiring systems, training and onboarding, optimized sales and marketing, and goal setting and execution. So if you're running a quickly growing business and you're ready to stop putting out fires and reclaim your life, join the top contractors in North America at Breakthrough Academy. Yeah, yep. I mean, that those uh, things are those things are, are so true. I mean, that that keeping in touch with them, keeping um, I mean, I've I've literally had people just through a basic email who I haven't talked to in 10 years. But then I remember, oh, man, I should email my past customers. Uh, I always forget to do that. Let me do that. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, Hey, I'm glad that you're still in business. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Like I thought you were gone. Like, right. um, you know, I think that that's a big piece of it. And so really what we recommend doing is, is we call it a value add email campaign. It's not a newsletter. It's not a like, Hey, here's the hundred thousand things that we've been up to since we were at your house last. Like I approach it from a value add perspective to them. And there's a couple different ways you can do this and you kind of tie a couple of these together. Um, whether it's through, let's say homeowner tips, most people listen to this or in the residential repaint space, everybody's a homeowner, right? There's different things throughout the year that we need to remember to do as homeowners, change your air filters, you know, change your smoke detector batteries, make sure you winterize, you know, your, your stuff, your pool for, you know, wintertime, like all these different things. Um, that we can put together some content of like, hey, don't here's some here's five things you can do to to prep your house for winter time, right? Mm -hmm, um, here's mm -hmm. some things with this. Check your gutters. Check this. Um, and so you can really kind of piggyback on different seasons. Um, we have some clients that do this in a way where um, you know we we do again piggyback on the season side of things and say, okay, it's it's you know July we're in barbecue season. Here's like our top five favorite. Um, summer grilling recipes, right? Just something mm -hmm. different, right? Mm -hmm. Something that's yeah. value add to people. Um, you know, wintertime, some clients will send out, hey, here's our top five or seven places to go see Christmas lights or Christmas related displays and stuff in our, in mm -hmm. our local markets. Mm -hmm. And just something that's going to be value add to them. Um, and, and I know you're big into story brain and stuff. And so you can, you probably mm -hmm. know a lot of the marketing statistics, but it's all about the open rate, right? Right. People can see your name, but if they delete it, it's better than nothing right? But the goal is for them to open this email and just build that relationship a little bit more every four to six weeks, right? Yeah. And when you offer yeah. value added content, most of our clients open rates are somewhere in 60 to 70%. Whereas I believe the traditional email campaigns are in the teens, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, very low, I guess, right. I, I will say that right. much. So um, so that's the whole goal behind the value add is you want them to open this email every single month and make an 80 to 90% value add to their lives, maybe 10 to 20% about your business. And it's just that reminder that, Hey, we're here. We're here. If you need yeah. something, here's a recent project we did. Hey, we're currently hiring for this position. 
make it a little bit about your business, but it's that, it's that reminder to see your brand, your logo and, and re-spark that excitement they had whenever you worked with them one, two, 10 years ago. At Sherwin-Williams, we make innovative products that apply smoothly. Plus, we have the services to make your business run smoother. We deliver preferred pricing and discounts on the products you trust. Plus, free delivery to your job site. We have straightforward tools for your business today. Plus, cutting-edge solutions to build your business for tomorrow. We save you money. Plus, we save you time. Work smarter with Productive Solutions. Yeah, yeah. The the other day I was uh, reading an, an article. Um, it was a it was an interview with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was in in Men's Health, I think. And um, you know, he he was talking. They were talking about how great Arnold has always been at staying in front of his audience through different media channels. You know, back in the day, it was all you know. He would he would do. TV, he would do uh, uh, radio, he would get on the radio, you know, and, and of course, you know, with his voice, how could you, you know, how could you not know it was him? Um, but now he's, you know, 75 years old, and he's got a massive social media following. And he uses social in different ways. And what they were what one of the things that he mentioned is that now there he's, he's got this like newsletter, this email newsletter, where he, you know, delivers content about health and, and fitness and things like that. Cause that's, you know, it's Arnold. It, it's a, he's always yeah. going to be about that. Um, but the reason that they, that he chose a newsletter is because it allows him to, to control the flow of content to his most dedicated fans. And so he's got, he's got an email list of like over 400,000 people that really want to know, right? They really, they're really dedicated. And what I, what I love about this um, kind of this forgotten, you know, uh, source of, of uh, connection with your, with your customers is it it does allow you to be very specific and clear about how you communicate and how you show up, you know, the deliverability, your, your email is going to get delivered unless you have some, you know, account issues, right? So uh, you can always become spam, you know, and that's that's always a problem. But there's a way, you know, as long as you're you're you've got deliverability, you can control if the, it's going to get in front of your person. And to me, I always have to think about um, would I want this email if this email were coming to my inbox? You know, why would I open it? Why would I have any reason whatsoever to spend more than one second on it? Because quite frankly, there are a lot of emails that I that I just don't, you know, I I, I get them, I mark them as read so that that so they don't show up anymore, um, and and then eventually if they if they become a nuisance, I unsubscribe, right? So the so the question that I think that you have to ask is what why would I open this email? Why would I want to 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 open it? And if you are a person who likes grilling recipes, then then you know by all means. But what I will also suggest to our audience is to not underestimate the uh, the high um, the, like the the high level of interest that the work itself you know produces for people. Like painting itself 
is interesting to people. People like to see transformation. They like to see how stuff works. They like to, uh, they like to get inspired in that way. So I would, I would say don't underestimate, you know, the stuff that you're producing on social media. Uh, you know, a lot of your past customers, they probably don't follow you on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you're posting. And so sometimes just taking that content that you're already producing and putting it in an email and delivering it to your past customers, uh, that's going to be of interest to them. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. I mean, you know, I think that's one thing I've always said, especially towards, you know, painting contractors is we have it so easy. I say we, cause I just pretend like I still run a painting company every day. We have it so easy, right? Like if you are a roofing company, there's nothing sexy about roofing right now. If you change out somebody's siding on their house or do something like that, cool. But roofing is a functional trade, right? Right. Same thing with plumbing, same thing with electrical. It's like, does this work or does it not? There's no aesthetic appearance with it, with painting, like before and after pictures, like you just mentioned the transformation, it never gets old. People love to see it. And the painters have it so easy compared to a lot of other trades out there for some of this content um, because of, you know, we're the last line, right? We got to fix all the carpenters mm -hmm. mistakes and then we mm -hmm. make it look great. And yeah. having that transformation, it, it's, we have the easiest job out of all the trades kind of in that way, outside of a couple um, that can really make a big difference and it catches people's attention. Right. So I yeah. love what you okay. said on that. And that's why, you know, for a lot of trades, we'll say 90, 10 value add. For painters, now yeah, we can dial that back a little bit, right? We can show yeah. some of those things. We can highlight those things um, because yeah. it's going to be interesting enough to catch people's attention. And, and that's also why we say about every four to six weeks because, you know, much more frequently than once a month, it's going to start to get on people's nerves, right? If you sure. get an email every four to six weeks, you're less likely to unsubscribe from that because it's not Panera hitting me three times a day with the newest thing and the new – like. I, I unsubscribe yeah. from that, right? So if you're yeah. a marketing person at Panera, keep that in mind. Uh, but I know it also works. So <laughs> now, Wade, I thought you guys have St. Louis Bread Co. I thought I didn't think you. Yeah, had I wasn't Panera. even going to go there to Orlando. <laughs> I, I wasn't even going to go there because that's only the people in St. Louis are going to understand why I'm calling it Bread Co. <laughs> and not Panera. So I wasn't even going to go there with that. I still don't understand it, but um, yeah. I just I just put a Bread Co. instead of Panera around here. <laughs> Okay, so so I I I think that uh, you know people all too often. I agree with you. I think people forget their past customers all too often. Yeah. Um, big mistake. Um, it is you have email. Even if you don't have an automated email system, if you have Gmail, you can now with the Gmail suite, you can send templated and um, and multi. You can send it to an to a mass audience. You can do that right within Gmail. Um, there's, there's yeah. no excuse. If you can write an email, um, then you should be able to send it. Now you gotta be able to write an email and not everybody can do that. That's the biggest <laughs> thing. Well, no, that's when you got to know when you need somebody to proofread it or when you need to just pay somebody to write it for you, man. That's mm -hmm. I, I'm with you on that. Um, yeah. And we have a lot of clients too, that use like MailChimp. Um, it's free mm -hmm. up to like 500 contacts. Um, you can put to get super user friendly. I mean, even just something easy like that, I guess it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It doesn't have to be a five-step email sequence. It's just a, right. every four to six weeks, take an hour once you have your audience in there, once you understand, you know, whether you're using G Suite or, or, or MailChimp, 
it, this shouldn't take you more than an hour, maybe an hour and a half a month if you're putting a lot of thought into it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And one so thing what too are, I love about that, I was going to say one other point with this too, and this kind of ties into um, something we'll, we'll cover here in a few minutes, but um, I think a big piece of this is a lot of times customers have the intentions to reach out to you and say like, Hey, we need to get a quote on this. We're thinking about doing something in our basement. We're thinking about repainting our exterior. And like a week goes on, two weeks goes on. They keep forgetting, right? I'm a homeowner. Mm -hmm. I'm a human being. Life happens, right? Right, Um, right, And so sometimes getting that email, it just sparks that like, hey, I'm going to reach out to them, right? Right. Hey, I've been meaning to reach out to you for a month. We want to get a quote. We want to see about having you come out later this year and do this. So sometimes it just helps them an action that they meant to take anyways, it helps them just pull the trigger and do it now rather than waiting, you know, two, three months, maybe even a year sometimes. Hey, we've been meaning to call you for a year. We want to get our spare right. bedroom painted. Obviously it's not a priority, um, but it's something, right? So sometimes that Absolutely. can kind of just spark that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good deal. Okay. So what else you got, Chris? What else you got for us? Free you know, stuff that we so can do. Free stuff that <laughs> we can do. So I'm a big fan of networking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you when you've, you know, built, built your, your painting company. Um, networking to me is just an easy way to generate warm leads. Um, okay. it's an easy way to build your contact base, develop strong referral partners and touch base with people. Um, one thing I always said, whenever, you know, we had elite painting, um, you know, every, just about every person I talked to was a potential customer for me, mm-hmm. right? If I went to a networking event, it didn't matter what industry you were in, what you did for a living, you, I'd say there's an 80% chance you owned a home, right? Uh, and so, you know, I knew that there was that aspect of it, but then I also tried to be very strategic and say, I want to connect with people that can provide ongoing streams of referrals to us. Right. And that's really what I built my business on as a core marketing lead generation source is we had about, I would say, four to five real estate agents we worked very closely with. Now, granted, we had to sift through some that weren't a good fit for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understood mm-hmm. that. Yep. But we had four or five core real estate agents that I would say on average would give us about a lead, maybe two a month each, Right. Um, and then on top of that, we had probably two or three interior designers, kind of same thing, right? We filtered through some to get some that really shared our philosophies and our beliefs mm-hmm. and were easy to work with and great. Um, and again, same thing, probably a couple of leads a month coming out of that. Right. Um, okay. and so I would say we, we generated just in those two categories, probably at least about 10 leads a month, um, just coming in from, and again, once the relationships there, it's just keep the relationship, you know, yeah. we'd go out to lunch, we'd see him places and stuff. Um, but I always tried to be very specific with like, who are the categories, who are the people that can provide us ongoing leads in addition to just one-off networking? Hey, you need something done yeah. in your house. I'm happy yeah. to take care of it. You want to you want to be able be able to identify the people who their current customer is your next customer. Exactly. Right. right. You're Other the contractors. Next, you are the next step. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. That, that's definitely that's definitely my go to strategy. In fact, with yep. the 
with the Craftsman Painter Collective, we're, we hire um, interior designers as our sales team. And we work Love with, it. we work with, uh, you know, we employ painters. We also work with independent painters. And that is our strategy. We have those designers network with other designers, network with, uh, you know, realtors specifically, yep. uh, mortgage lenders. Um, they join BNI. Um, they, yep. you know, they go, uh, you know, they go to these, these groups. We have a, a thing that we're developing right now. I probably shouldn't uh, broadcast to the universe, um, but because they're designers, um, we're developing a, a, a color picking party template where we can, you know, host little uh, events and parties and bring people together, pick colors and uh, generate leads that way. So um, awesome. I'm, I'm big, I'm a big believer in, in networking. And, and right now, yes, a lot of our referrals, a lot of our leads right now in, in at Craftsman are coming from those realtor relationships, um, especially yep. uh, that we develop through networking. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's, you know, I look at it like this, like, I think anybody listening to this podcast is you're trying to develop and grow yourself. And in my opinion, that's enough to tell me that you can carry yourself well around other people, right? Mm -hmm. You know, when we go speak for, you know, Sherwin Williams and, and different events throughout the country and stuff, it's like, I'm like, hey, if you're here today, and taking an entire day to work on your business, like, mm -hmm that's going to show through to other people. Go rub shoulders with other individuals, right? Go get out there and meet people and build your network, right? And because also I think there's another side of networking that a lot of people don't think about to Orlando and it's being an asset to your customers to provide referrals to other trades and other people, right? Mm -hmm. um, we really, I position myself as a kind of master connector in our market here in St. Louis and I've friends people like they just know that I built a huge network of people with it, whether it's attorneys, whether it's other trades, like just different things. And I'll still have some of my previous painting customers text me and be like, Hey, sorry to bother you. But like, do you have a good referral for X, Y, Z? Right. And so I think it's that relationship building piece that we talked about a second ago in a different way that if I can go establish good connections with trusted individuals that will do a good service again, that share our values and morals, like that's also another relationship building point with our customers. Right. 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 Um, and so, you know, there's just something about warm leads, like the stats show. And again, I show this whenever we speak with Sherwin, just, I know as you speak all over the country too, mm -hmm. you know, our, our closing rate for re for, I call it organic marketing, right. Repeat business network and referral based um, leads was like 78%. Our closing rate for any other type of marketing, traditional marketing, paid marketing, anything else was 48%. Mm -hmm. So when I started tracking my numbers, anybody that's heard our podcast or knows me, we're all about the numbers, right? right, um, right. And whenever I started really tracking this with our business back in 2016 and really developing like, you know, the tracking system and, and looking at these numbers, I'm like, why would I spend my time and money? on all of these other sources when we are more profitable and we have a much higher closing rate and we can probably charge even a little bit more with warm leads than what we can people that are kicking tires coming in from other methods. Right. right, right. And so I just started to see everything lead and was like, this is such a no brainer.
Yeah, yeah, no, no, it is, it, it is very true. And, and, you know, when I look back at, at, you know, my data, my numbers, and I see that, um, you know, when I, when I was very heavy on um, a lot of paid advertising methodologies, yeah. not doing really anything, my repeat and referral uh, lead gen accounted for about half of the leads that were coming in anyway. And so that was that was really with doing nothing but just, you know, being good at what we do. Um, imagine if you actually put effort and intention to it. And that's been my mentality yep. with this new business is that in that the power of that intentionality be, behind the networking in particular and how that can really drive and, and create change. And all all it takes is it does take your time. But the way that that time is being um, spent, especially if you're a people person, if you, if you're an extrovert, you know, this is your strategy, you know, if you're an introvert, maybe you're going to want to hide behind that computer. But if you're, if you're extroverted like me um, going out to lunch with people, Oh, please sign me up, go to a cafe meeting all day, sign me up all day, all day. And I, and, and here's the way that I think about it. And I try to, you know, I think this is maybe one of the best ways to think about it. If you think about how your Sherman Williams reps are always trying to help provide some value, they stay in touch with you. Hey, I got my district badger coming by. I would love to take you guys out to lunch and, and have you talk. Uh, hey, uh, you know, how's, how's it going? Um, you know, we have this, uh, this new product. I want to help you. You know, I want to show you about it, right? The, the same way that they go about their relationship-based marketing, because that's what they have, Right. If you think about the way that Sherwin is set up, they're about, I, I think it's somewhere in the ballpark of 90% of their sales, the Sherwin Williams store sales is actually through contractors. And they're, they're like DIY sales are actually relatively low compared to the, um, to, to what they sell through contractors. Their audience in their area is finite. Like they, they know all the contractors because they got the list. And, and if anybody new sprouts up, they're going to find them. They're going to reach out to them. So they know who their contractors are. They know that their contractors are buying paint for, not for themselves, they're buying it for their customers. And so the way that they uh, uh, approach it, we can really approach it in the same way with, with those realtor connections, those designer connections, other trades, flooring people, um, door and window people, uh, you know, we could really approach it in that same way where, yes, we're just going to build a an honest goodness relationship of people that we like, people that we want to hang around so that when the time comes and think about it, especially for you residential repaint folks, how often have you gone into a house and the people ask you, do we paint first or do we or do we replace the floors first? Like, how often does that happen? That happens every other house for me. And so, yep. If you have that strong, tight relationship with somebody who is, okay, we're going to buy this house, but the walls are ugly. Do you, you know, should we paint before we move in or after? Well, they're talking to the real estate agent on that. Okay. Talk, you know, talk to my painter, talk to my painter. You got to have that strong relationship. All right. Love it. Okay. You've got one more goodie for us, right? I got one more and this kind of piggybacks on the previous customers we talked about and the first plan with the email campaign. And it, it's, it's designed to continue strengthening the relationship with people and customer appreciation events. 
mm-hmm. um, to, throughout the year. We say you should do at least two to four, um, maybe upwards of six. And what I mean by that is, before anybody starts judging and already turns our podcast off to Orlando, is yeah. not massive like customer appreciation events. We got to go rent a suite at the Cardinal game or we got to rent out a whole bar and spend like thousands of dollars and invite all of our clients to one event on this night to say thank you. It's not that at all. Um, what we've actually found, we have a marketing. Although those are cool ideas. <laughs> they are. They're great. I right? love if you have a lot of here. money to spend. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, we have a marketing advisor. Her name's Rachel. Um, she works with a lot of our clients on all this relationship, organic marketing stuff and what they found. So she's a realtor. She was somebody I met painting a house and uh, did a job for her. She was a huge asset to our business and they, they really are big on this. And so she's kind of teamed up with us to bring a lot of this thinking into, you know, with our clients. Um, but what they started finding with these appreciation events is people liked shorter drive through options or stop by things that they could do to still appreciate and add value and build that relationship with them. But without the three hour long commitment to show up in an event where they know nobody else. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's the downside with some of the, the, the traditional appreciation events is unless you're an extrovert, people don't really care about going to this unless they know other people that are your mutual customers that are going to, right. Um, People like yourself and I did network. Yeah, of course we're going to go to something like this because we know the power of networking homeowners that aren't in a business and don't have a vested interest in that aren't typically going to show up for these things. And so what her and, and the real estate teams found and what we found implementing this with our clients is having things that people can show up to very low commitment, but still get a benefit out of gets a much higher response from people. So a couple of examples, I always love having examples. I don't want to just say, Hey, here's some ideas. And then, all right, let's move on. Um, a couple of things that we've had clients do that have had success is partner with a local car wash and say, Hey, if we buy a hundred car washes from you guys, will you give us a discount? Right. You and your painters aren't out there washing the cars. Let me clarify this in case yeah. you didn't catch that. Right. True. It's you're partnering with like one of those automated car washes. I don't know. They're in Bloomington, but they're popping up all around. God's oh, yeah. In St. Louis. We, we got um, crew, we got crew car wash in town. OK. Yeah. All right. We got sparkle. We got all kinds of ones. So yeah. uh, but basically go partner with them and say, hey, if we buy 100 car washes on this day, will you give us, you know, a 20 percent deal? They, they may or may not. Right. Try to find one you can connect with that will. And then you tell all your clients, hey, we want to give, you know, we want to appreciate you and say thanks for your business or thanks for your referrals over the years. Um, Come stop by Sparkle Car Wash between 8 and 12, Saturday, June 17th, um, and get a free car wash on us, right? Mm. Just as something to say thank you. And Mm -hmm. here's the added benefit when you can do things like this to Orlando is if you can get a folding table, maybe spend a couple hundred bucks on getting like a nice banner with your, you know, your company's logo on it to go like Mm -hmm. as a table skirt. Mm-hmm. And you, you sit there at the entrance to the car wash and your clients come through, they come get the ticket from you. Every other car that's not your client now sees your company's logo too. Oh, so see. it's actually yeah. a two for one. Yeah. So you're actually serving your clients, but you're doing it in a way that the general public can see about you, right? A car sitting there waiting in line to get their ticket to go through the car wash might roll down their window and be like, Hey, what are you guys up to? Hey, we're doing a customer appreciation event. For all of our clients giving out free car washes today. Right. Oh, that's really cool, man. That's a cool company. Like, that's a neat idea. Like, I don't know any other painters that are giving car washes to their clients. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's one that we've had a couple clients do. Another one um, is like, we've got a new arcade 
um, kind of like a Dave and Buster's type um, event center that popped up here in the area. And so they went and they said, Hey, like if we buy, you know, again, you know, so many $20 arcade gift cards, would you give us a little bit of a break on this? Right. And then same concept table, have the thing set up, Hey, come see us between eight or 11 and two, you know, on this Saturday and uh, stop by, get a $20 arcade card, bring your kids and mm-hmm. you guys go have fun for the day. Right. Yeah, yeah. So again, there's a five minute interaction point. It's that reminder about the company. It's strengthening the relationship. And again, it's the benefit of everybody else walking by your table um, that day. Right. right so it's right, kind of right. a, you know, so I try to like, I would say work smarter, not harder. Hey there. I bet business is probably picking up for you right now and things are feeling good and using the right tools like Estimate Rocket can help keep it that way. Estimate Rocket offers professional estimates and proposals with digital signature, single source work orders for the entire team, lead to paid job management, full scheduling tools with mapping and time tracking, automated email campaigns, invoicing that exports to any accounting system, and deep data analysis reports. Go to EstimateRocket.com for a free 30-day trial to see if Estimate Rocket is a fit for you. Yeah. When I feel like radios, uh, radio stations do this kind of thing where they'll do a little, uh, you know, day event at a local business. Uh, they might have a, a sponsor and then you can come down and you can, you know, enter in for a raffle and that kind of stuff. And then the radio, they are also broadcasting, you know, for all those, yeah. those you yeah. know, commuters and drivers and stuff like that. So, um, that's, that's an interesting idea. That's, that's a really interesting idea. I've not thought about this in that way. That's cool. Um, what else can you tell me about events? Yeah. So I think, you know, if you have a shop space, um, you can also do some different things with, uh, say, Hey, you know, it's national donut day. Come by, get a dozen donuts on us. Again, you could also partner with different things. I think it's just being creative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, finding ways to do things in a matter that um and, and some of this honestly sparked out like out of covid too right i know people are just eager to leave their house but um one thing rachel and them they always used to have a big appreciation event you could come pick up a pie for like thanksgiving time frame right mm-hmm. and because of covid and the local laws like things were shut down for obvious reasons and so they did hey we're going to do a drive-through this year just drive mm-hmm. through between 12 and 2 this sunday before thanksgiving pick up the pie and they were like, we had record attendance. Mm-hmm. And then even afterwards, so at first they thought it was just because people were eager to get out of the house and go do something. Right. And they keep doing it that way. And every year they have more people coming to it because mm-hmm. it's just that quick drive through. So that's what I just say, like, get creative and think of things where people don't, you don't have to ask them to make a two or three hour commitment, right? Even going to right. a Cardinals game, that's cool. But you got to go deal with downtown St. Louis parking. You got to like, you know, be there for most of the game or, you know, leave early or whatever, right? right? Like it's a big commitment to go do something like that. So what are little things you can do that people will appreciate, get their kids involved, make it a fun thing with the family or something quick, like a a car wash and add value to them, but in a way that it just takes up very little of their time and it's effortless on their part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm in a college town, um, and a lot of people show up to the tailgate, you know, not just, uh, you know, not just, um, you know, the students themselves, but a lot of alumni, they show up religiously to the tailgates for a home game. And, you know, I do see other, I see, you know, some HVAC companies out there, 
yeah. you know, do that kind of thing. I think that's I think that's a tremendous idea. What I will tell you is is uh, avoid renting a kiosk at the mall at the window. I did yes. that one year. I it was the biggest flop of my life. I had a Christmas theme. I I humiliated myself. I dressed like a, a painting elf. Uh, and, and it was, it, it was the biggest flop of my life. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Well, and I will say too, I, I will say this, we, uh, I'm going to go against kind of a little bit what I just said. I mean, we did a customer appreciation event. It was either 2016 or 2017 with the leap hanging. And it was mostly, um, a lot of our referral partners. And then it was like a handful of really our top tier clients that we painted for multiple times or given us a lot of referrals that showed up. We invited probably a hundred people. We had about 50 to 60 people show up. We rented a local bar mm -hmm. um, and I just happened to do it. Like I'm just going to call myself out. This wasn't planned. It just worked out. It was like two weeks before Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and I didn't want to do it in the holiday season and make it like a holiday party. Like I wanted to make it a true appreciation event for everybody that had helped us build our business. Like that's really, I wanted to give back to them, have a little fun night. And that was the busiest winter we had ever had. Like we did not slow down one bit. And so I don't want to say that those things don't work still, but I think again, just there's better ways we can do that. And I think if you do more of them throughout the year, I think if you do too many, then people are always like, I'll just catch the next one. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so mm -hmm. I think, you know, two to four, maybe six, depending on how big your, your previous customer base is. Um, but yeah, we did it that way. And I mean, so even again, it was mostly referral people and people that knew other clients that were going to be there that they had referred to. Mm -hmm. Those were the ones that mostly showed up, but right. um, it can right. still work. You just have to have the right people that, that are going to be there for it. Does your business need more reviews? Nice job can help. Our reputation marketing platform automates review invites to save you time. Reviews are collected and distributed across major platforms such as Google, Facebook, and more. Turn your reviews into customer stories with photos that you can share across your social channels. NiceJob allows you to manage all of this within our platform. Start your free trial today. Yeah, yeah, and I and I like that creativity. You know, I think one year, coming to think of it, I, I did a um, I did a gallery opening at the shop. I I had a, yeah. a number of. Uh, artists on my staff who had painting and they had work and i said hey hey let's do a let's do a gallery opening let's do a show and you guys can you know put up your work and i'll invite our customer list you invite other people um and it was a really great event we had a lot of um you know we had a lot of our past customers show up and new people show up that were friends of the the artists and things like that and that of course was when we had the space um, for it. But, but I do think that idea of, um, giving people a reason to get out, um, be social, be involved in the community. Uh, that's, that's what it's about. And, and if, uh, yeah. if other people, you can always piggyback off of other people's events, you know, you don't have to wait yeah. for the home show once or twice a year. You know, you can, if you know that there's an event that people are going to be at and you can be a sponsor of that event and have a little table there, um, invite your customers out, your past customers out. That's yep. that's a win-win for everybody because the, the absolutely that, event hosts get more people there. You get people there. You're going to meet new people. I think it's I think these are phenomenal ideas. Cool, um, Chris. Any other last advice on how we can um, grow organically without just throwing money at the problem? 
Yep, yep. And, and don't get me wrong. I mean, some of these things will take a little bit of money, right? If you're doing appreciation events and certain sure. things. But no, I think the biggest thing is, you know, really just build that relationship with people. You know, people want to do business with people they know, like, and trust, right? And if they have a good experience with your company, they want to promote you. Like, and, you know, I think we don't think about that enough. And so that relationship piece should start from the, the moment somebody reaches out to your company for an estimate the very first time. Right. right. Um, and it's got to be genuine. It's got to be authentic, but just work smarter, not harder. You know, I know one thing that we've, we've actually had some clients do. We kind of, this was an idea we I just kind of pioneered a couple months ago. Uh, and think I've got a lot of coachable uh, people that are willing to be guinea pigs, but it's worked out well is doing like an advocate discount and have, they have something nice printed up. They give to them at the end of the job and they say, Hey, if you want to knock a little bit of money off your final invoice, you know, we'll knock 25 bucks off. Um, if you do one of like a couple of things, right. And they can pick, but you know, one of them has been a Facebook and Instagram post with your company tagged in it. Mm. We had a client in Pennsylvania do this and she literally had like over 40 comments just in the first like 10, 10 hours or 12 hours of this post from this homeowner being out like, Oh man, I can't wait to see your kitchen cabinets. I can't oh, wait to come check yeah. it out. And I'm like, for 25 bucks, I'd, I'd pay that all day. Right. Sure. Because I knew that every time a homeowner did that, same thing with like the next door community, right? Every time a homeowner would do that, we would get at least one more job out of it. If not two, if not three. And right. if we had good people that were easy to work with, they're going to know other people that are the same as them, right? People like-minded hang around each other in circles. So, right, um, so right. it was just kind of something, you know, so we're always just trying to think of ways, how can we work smarter, not harder? How can we capitalize off the network of the people that already love us, already know us, already know the quality work we do, the, the, the beliefs we have? How do we capitalize off of that? Not in a manipulative way, but just to capture more people like that. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Creative, very creative. And and yes. if we if we do all of this successfully, Chris, what what will our lives look like? Oh man, it'd be so much better, right? Would you rather run a business with five thousand dollars a month more overhead or less? I mean, I think that's the answer right there. Right. So you know, if you can figure out how to really strengthen your organic marketing, your relationship marketing, there will be a point that your business may outgrow the organic pace of, of that, right? It depends on the speed of growth, how long you've been in business, how big your database. But the farther you can get without having to spend lots of money on advertising, the better off you're going to be in the long run, right? You can reinvest that into your business in other ways. You can reinvest that into your own pocket, um, there's a lot of places you can put that money. So, um, find out where you want to put it. Absolutely. Chris, where do we, uh, you, you got some free goodies for us. Where do we send them? Yes. Yes. Um, we have a, we kind of have a marketing guide laid out, um, that we're happy to share with you guys for some different things like this. Uh, if you go to elitebusinessadvisors.com slash marketing, um, submit a contact info on there. We're happy to share that guide with you, uh, and give you access to that. Uh, if anybody ever needs anything, has ideas, want to, wants to bounce questions um, off of us, you can go to EliteBusinessAdvisors.com, schedule a free business analysis meeting. We're happy to hop on a Zoom call for 30 minutes, get to know you, get to know your business, and see how we can maybe be of help to get you there. So other than that, Torlando, we just love adding value to people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, definitely check out Chris's um show on the paint ed network um chris uh such a pleasure to have you on the show today i always enjoy chatting thanks Orlando. Yeah. 
All right, there we have it. Chris Moore with Elite Business Advisors. So good having him on. So good having a fellow uh, podcaster on the show. Uh, he brought it, right, folks? That was good stuff. Uh, always trying to bring you good stuff on the show here. Of course, if you are... Um, uh, listening to this and you want to see the video, make sure that you download that app, PC Overdrive, um, and become a member. If you if you are on the fence about becoming a member of the PCA and wondering what value it actually brings, uh, let me tell you. Okay, for one, we've got um, we've got all the content. Two, that PCA badge, being a PCA contractor. That is a key to authority, unlocking trust. So when I go to a bid and I say, I'm a member of the Painting Contractors Association, and that is the only trade association in our industry, and I'm one of very few, if any, members in my town, that means that we adhere to the industry standards. We produce higher quality. We're held accountable to it. It helps you gain the competitive advantage. That's just one of the things. But there's a beautiful community. There's a Facebook community where we where we talk, paint, and get answers to our problems. And we work with each other. We help each other out. We meet each other. We go out to these events. Uh, you, if, have you, if you've heard of these painting, these uh, gathering of painters events popping up, that's the PCA. Okay. So, so if you want to be part of these events, if you want speakers coming to your town, if you've been to a, a, a Sherwin Williams event or some other, uh, uh, you know, paint paint manufacturers event, and they have a speaker from the PCA, where do you think that comes from? Right, that's us, the PCA. So please become a supporter of our fine, fine association. Um, once again, check out the book Sprint on Amazon and uh, subscribe to my channel craftsman painter on youtube to learn the sprint os system and uh until next time folks this has been a great conversation great episode so thank you to, to all of our sponsors thankful to, to chris moore um have a wonderful day in painting and thank you for listening to paint ed Painet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.